Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. Welcome, Apprenticeship Diary listeners. Uh, Happy New Year, too. Uh, we wanted to just come at you straight without an interview at the beginning of the year. We did a live event uh, this past Sunday. On the Monocacy. The Monocacy. And, we um, ain't catch shit. We didn't. We Not didn't. one damn carp. We talked a good story, though. Like We were like telling about our hair rigs and everything and yep. really hoping hard. Special rig for carp. It was a pretty dope fire, that though. Every other day, man, it's paid off. Rico did an amazing thing. If you want to learn, like, you know, I, you think it's not something you have to learn, but, like, he made a dope fire uh, from very wet wood, and it was pretty good. Now, we did have a fire well, starter. You do. But um, yeah, well, yeah, Dawn had those, but, all, yeah, you guys basically already had, like, a little area going, and I was like, eventually it'll get warm enough. Yeah, but you, you like, corralled the airflow. And made sure that it, like, was protected so it could climb. And it was, like, really... Honestly, I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. I was just playing with the fire. Well, you you, you won the fire. You made, you made, <laughs> you made it work. Because <laughs> I was struggling, man. I was, like, keeping... I'm pretty good at keeping a fire going. But that one was hard because everything was wet. Uh, we had we had brought fresh wood. But uh, it, it was not a lot compared to what we were trying to burn. But once we got it going man we were able to do some serious serious shit it wasn't like those fires that we had the couple weeks previous when we were catching a lot of fish and we had those uh Uh, old fence posts and apparently they were made out of locust and if anybody knows anything about hardwoods um to burn uh locust is actually the hottest like you know you got white oak red oak it's really good but locust is the hardest, and it burns, like, with the most heat. And we had, like, five-foot fence posts, like, TP'd up yeah. and just just like, kept throwing them on. We we had probably, like, 60 or 70 to burn. Yeah. We, it, there, there was a long story behind the pile of how it got there, but it was we basically had to, like, take it out of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of maintenance on that ground anyway, but it was kind of like with that, it was like we were worshiping some god out in the woods. <laughs> like it, yeah. It looked like. The fires, that, that it was crazy. You'd walk in. You couldn't there... even get six feet near no. the fire. <laughs> uh, it was a radius. Around the fire, it was fucking, it was dry as a bone. Right. And everything else, because it's on the river, everything else is damp. Yeah. And those people are hoarders. Every single one of them, those river people are, are different. Yeah, they are. I mean, well, because I think that you, like, it's kind of like here, though. Like, I'm I'm kind of a hoarder in some ways. Like, I keep a lot of things as resources. Like, I, I keep a lot of, like, medicine and, like, things. I would imagine when you're on the river, there's just, like, this added, I don't know, paranoia that something is going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... but we had a lot to burn. I'd be burning everything. Well, the, the biggest thing that we were able to burn was a lot of um, Amazon boxes and things that, you know, because it was Christmas and even us, Christmas. We, we, we brought 
we brought boxes that we were able to <laughs> we were able to burn um, because we you know we had stuff delivered to us so that we could give it to people for Christmas. Oh, you know, we were part of the part of the problem. <laughs> well, cardboard you can burn or just shred to burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah. a paper shredder and we keep it in the bags. And when we want to go to one of our friends' house that we know or family member that we know likes to have bonfires, guess what? Whole bag right in the flames. Yeah, man. Plastic and all. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was that was one thing. It was, that shit goes up in flames. It does. It does. And, you know, the debate is, like, is that good or bad? I don't know, man. Is it better for it to be in a landfill somewhere, slowly deteriorating, uh, you know? or My favorite thing is, as, as, you know, people, humans, we always think we know some shit. It's like the Earth is millions of years older than us, and it's like, we how, how can you understand the Earth? Right. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's bad for the environment. I'm just like... Well, like, we're I all mean, bad for the environment. Trust me, if the Earth didn't, didn't want us here, dude, see a big ass tsunami wave just engulfing the East Coast. Well, I think we got from a lot, like Maine all the way down to Mexico. It's I think fine. we got a lot to account for, more than just a, a few burnt plastic bags. If you want my opinion, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, I mean, the plastic. Mills, hey, I will say about like because you know the electric car craze. Those Teslas, dude, those things are fucking fast. Like, yeah. and it's nauseating, like, how, like, from zero to, like, whatever fucking speed you want to go. Because there's apparently, like, no lag. Oh. <laughs> My buddy got one. And he's like, dude, check this out. You ready? Dead stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking video game. I was like, holy shit. I felt like I was in Star Wars. <laughs> that was so cool. And it's, it's a weird, weird vehicle, man. Like... I ain't gonna lie, like, I like Elon Musk, Tesla, that shit's cool, like, I'm always gonna have, you know, a truck or whatever, but for a commuter, I might, like, I would get one of those fucking things. Yeah. It's like a go-kart, but the inside is different. Yeah. Completely, there's, like, all this added extra space, and I'm just like, whoa. It's like being in a spaceship. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. They're pretty fucking cool. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, um... I don't know. I'm intimidated by most things that are mechanical. Like, I have to have a huge adjustment period, like, get in and, like, you know, kind of feel it out. Anything can and will happen. You know Tesla's going to end up being, like, boss hoss of everything one day because one thing that Elon Musk does that is totally cool is he hires people that have, like, no, quote, no education. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I was too far away from the microphone. Yeah, these these, these, uh, lines are me, and those lines are you. We're looking at a graph. (laughs) We're looking at sound waves. Um, Actually, those lines are probably me laughing. So Mm -hmm. we're learning a bunch of stuff. Um, I'm trying to get back into a rhythm. That's my whole thing. I feel, like, very sluggish and... Um, not very productive, and um, I feel terribly behind. Yeah. So, you know what it's called? Huh? The winter. Is that what it is? Yes. I don't know, man. I go Your through... body burns more calories just trying to stay warm. So guess what? That's more energy that it's going to spend just trying to stay warm. Well, you... you um, I mean, what, when am I not warm? I'm inside all the goddamn time. Yeah, but still, outside... You but know, I'm like, not outside like you doesn't are. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. It doesn't matter. It does. It would matter if I was cold. Your body knows it's winter outside. 
My body knows it's not getting enough sunlight. That's what's probably happening. <laughs> enough sunlight. You get sunlight, you get burned. <laughs> well, no, but I absorb a certain amount by going out. It is hilarious out. on the boat. I am I am compensating for my D3 intake, though. Like, I am taking some. You wear long sleeves and pants on the boat. I'm like, you know, just in shorts. I'm like, yeah, bronzing. I know. And I'm, like, cloaked in, you know. <laughs> Got the big old hat. Sunglasses. Dad's always like, aren't you hot? <laughs> but guess what? When she's on the boat, no, no bullshit. We catch the most fish. Aw. Every time you're there. I'm so We glad. have brought certain people on board who shall remain nameless mm-hmm. that we have dubbed Jonas. <laughs> and yes. what a Jonah is, <clears throat> is if you have one of these people on board, you will not catch a single fucking fish. I know we keep we keep telling we're just for the the sake of anonymity an, anonymity. I, I don't know. Are you looking at me? Yeah, yeah. Anonymity, <laughs> um, anonymity. To, to keep them anonymous. I'm going to use a, uh, a a pronoun that is uh, they to keep them from being detected. We That's have, why I said people. It's 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 I know. a few people. We, well, I'm saying, but but. They all need to And it, it's hard to get into this category. It's not like, you know, you take somebody out once or twice and then, Yeah, you got to recognize it. They're dubbed. Yeah. Like, you give them a chance. Like, you'll take them out five or six times. And, like, usually about the sixth time, if you're not catching anything, you'll leave them on the shore next weekend. And if you go next weekend and you guys slay fish, <laughs> it's a done deal. Like, that's how they get dubbed Jonas. And, I mean, there has been quite a few times where we don't bring these people on board and we have the best fucking fishing yeah. days ever. But we've, we've told them all that they have to be blessed by uh, holy water <laughs> before they no, get I, their I, I just think once a Jonah, forever a Jonah. Oh, you think? Yep. You don't think there's anything that can be done? They got to learn how to fish. <laughs> and as an, as an individual... Yeah. Sometimes some people get the beginner's luck thing, like, and end up, you know, having, like, the best fishing day ever. <laughs> but there's others, like, you're like, no, I, I, I think you should start out fishing for crappy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't really do much fishing on the boat. I just... Or there are other fishermen that are dubbed Jonas. Like, they go do their thing. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> Screen went black for a second. No, it's like, okay. It's, it's, it. No, it's still recording. We just lose the the screen. <clears throat> it goes in screen. But no, like they they can do their thing. You know, when they're fishing by themselves, like you know, one person who shall remain nameless was a big time surf fisherman. Always say he would go to OC and catch tautog and shit like that, which are like a delicious uh, fish, by the way, and you can catch them in cold weather. Brought him on the boat quite a few times. And actually, like, I think he was the first to earn the title of Jonah and get, you know, blacklisted from coming on board. <laughs> like, no, no, no. You're not joining the crew today. Yeah. Rico is just sharing with me that there are certain superstitions in, in the Hunter's game that are highly Well, hunting and fishing, they're traditional, like, folklore and stuff like that. I know. I I was just, that's what I was saying. Like, you never, ever, as a hunter, shoot an all-white deer. No, I wouldn't. Oh, there's a lot of people out there that will blast an all-white deer. No. And I advise against it because it's a spirit animal. Like, no bullshit. My dad, there used to be a all-white deer on Mr. Gardner's farm. 
And my dad told Jerry about it. He said, do not, under no circumstance, shoot this deer. Guess what happened? Jerry shot that fucking deer. My dad's like, I don't know if it's any correlation. A year later, ended up getting uh, a type of cancer. <gasps> yeah. But I was like, I don't know, but I said not to shoot that fucking deer. And he's like, he shot it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, they, they say like, you know, Native American uh, folklore and stuff. They believe that, you know, all like the white buffalo, all white deer, like animals. Sacred. You know, yeah, they're, they're spirit animals. Yeah. They're more than just a deer. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of <clears> like. Uh, Could have been like an energy beacon for all the other critters inside the woods. Well, even so, like, it's it's kind of too beautiful that it's like you almost want to to see it perpetuate as long as it can. And, you know, if it's if it's gotten any kind of serious size or prominence and it's white like that, that's a pretty that's a pretty defiant because uh, the argument is always, oh, it's going to get killed eventually because they, everything can see it. No, and well, Maryland, it really has no natural predators like there have right. been mountain lions. In our area and the one that we have hunted this year, but that's what I'm saying. Not yeah. enough to like, you know. Oh shit! We're, we're starting at coyotes <clears throat> and things like that, and I feel like you know that's something that like. And those are also like an a locational thing as well. Like there could there's a, apparently there's a, a good sized population in um, Carroll County, but then you move over to Baltimore County, like there's not that many, and then Harford, there's very very few because. And that's why the, there's a large fox population on the property because if there's a large fox population, it means there's probably virtually no coyotes. Because the first thing that coyotes will do is they'll move in an area and kill every single fucking fox from the biggest one to the little baby in the den. Hmm. Kill gotcha. every single one. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta limit your competition. That's exactly what they do. And foxes, <laughs> because they're not pack animals, they're sol they're actually solitary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like cats of the dog <clears throat> world. Yeah, pretty world. much. Basically they're very, you know, you know, just they they're long animals. As like and they just get picked off. Part ferret, part cat, part dog. Yeah, like a weasel. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they, they Oh, got... I seen one today. Uh-huh. That was fucking Huge. Yeah. I mean, like Lucy, they got a, a brown lab on the property. Mm -hmm. She's a big dog. This thing was almost the size of a brown lab. I was like, holy Whoa. shit. Wow. That's crazy. Here we go went hunting today. Um, and we've had a lot of great, uh, wonderful, like, success. That's a big win of this year. Is oh, that yeah. There's been I've lots always high of... hunt for food. I'm well, not a big horn hunter. We have Never have been. A freezer stocked full of food. Oh, and, yeah. You know, it's really awesome. And uh, a lot of it is naturally sourced meat. So, that's oh, and, always... and a word of advice, if you do, you know, uh, start hunting and, you know, you have your deer processed. Like, always gut it yourself. But you take it to, like, you know, a butcher to get processed. Don't get the steaks. I mean, you can, and they're good, but you have to do work uh, yes. if you want to eat that part because it's not as easy as, like, you know, you take, like, a, a New York strip or a porterhouse and just throw it on the grill. You actually have to cut them up because there's a silver skin that when you cook it, it gets real tough, and it's like a floss, and it'll get stuck between your teeth. Mm -hmm. So my advice is if you go to get the deer processed, unless you want something fancy like bologna, which I'm pretty sure they have a list or they'll ask you about it, just get backstrap, tenderloin, which are two the two best parts of the animal. Tenderloin's the best. Um, and then the rest ground. Cause the ground meat, a lot of the times you won't even know you're you're eating deer. 
Yeah, and, and the th- the <clears throat> trick with it is, I think, um, giving whatever you're you're cooking a lot of flavor. So use a lot of spices, and you really want. Well, to- not only that, but with game. Like ground meat, you can just take right out the pack. Cause like a good butcher vacuum seals the meat, and the the vacuum sealed meat will last two years. No bullshit. Um, the ground meat, you take it out the pack, and it's ready to roll. Like you can, you know, chop it up, put it in, like you know, make pasta with meat sauce, or make tacos if you know that floats your boat. Um, but the other cuts, you got to marinate for a couple of days, well, unless yeah. you wrap it in bacon. Well, that's the thing is that like like a backstrap for example. Oh, we were just gonna say like my ground, favorite thing to do is make shish kebabs. Yeah, he does make good shish kebabs. The the ground also gets processed with like pig fat typically. Yeah, they have to. Deer's and way too lean. It's a, it's a really good organic, lean source of meat. And we actually we add <clears throat> um, some bacon fat to it as well when we cook it. So it's it's like a concoction of flavor. Plus you need like a and balance of like, salty and sweet. If you're if you're a carnivore or like you know you like to eat meat. And you don't like, you know, how the the normal, you know, how it's processed, like the slaughterhouses and shit, because I don't really like that. So, best way to do is go get your own shit. Oh, yeah. yeah go yeah, hunt. Because, yeah. honestly, if you're a good shot, you can take that animal out and the, like, the blink of an eye. Won't even, it's wild, free, didn't even know you were there. Boom. Yep. To the next life. Yeah, and they and they got a chance to procreate more than likely, you know, spread their yeah, seed Yeah, I'm against around. slaughterhouses, so it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you still... Oh, I'll, like, I'll, like sick, it would do it be a disservice not to eat the animal, let all that meat that meat go to waste. Well, it's like, true. And what I've seen because you know my family's had restaurants that were next to grocery stores, they will throw hundreds of pounds of meat away because, and this is a thing in America because my family's like fresh off the boat, you know, Italian. Um, the thing they do in Europe, they'll actually let the meat age and turn that greenish color that turns off a lot of Americans. When the meat turns another color that's not, like, brilliant red, it's actually even better to eat than if it were just, you know, like, that nice, fresh red color. The It gets more tender, and they throw the meat away. They could be donating that to, like, homeless shelters and stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody always <clears throat> talks about, like, but you know why that is? It's all about liability. It's all about the liability of things because if you donate, there's something, people that eat roadkill. Like no oh, bullshit. I, I all know. the listeners, if you're listening, oh yeah, Google that shit. There's people that eat roadkill that can identify because even roadkill can be good to eat. Out of. And I'm glad oh, that yeah. there's people that know how to do and they they know how to clean the meat and check it, make sure it's rancid or not rancid and good enough to eat. Yeah, yeah, but roadkill. No, no, no. I, I mean, I, that's what I'm trying. If you to cook say. something to a certain temperature, it kills everything no but what i'm trying to say is is that like you know the very fact that people there are people who eat roadkill and meanwhile a grocery store could be donating that to people like that who would be willing to do that limit of meat harvesting why they wouldn't just do it the reason is is liability because if anything that they they turned over like that didn't meet a certain status quo then they're they're held liable one way or the other. It's really fucked up, but that's how. Well, somebody it got works. sick. It would be like one in twenty, maybe, unless it was like some serious, serious. Yeah, shit. but that's the thing is that like if and, I, could, and then again, I doubt if it could just be a straight up donation where people understood the intent of it and wouldn't hold a, a place like that liable for a donation. Then that would be one thing, but they they would they would totally hold it hold them liable. I'm guessing it's. 
<coughs> Excuse me, listeners. Bless you. <coughs> Excuse Bless me. You. Oh, I turned my head. Sorry. <laughs> but um. COVID through the microphone. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Do not airways. say its name. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, like all the words. Do not say its name. <laughs> no. Um, oh man. But yeah, we've had a lot of success with hunting. Rico bagged um, uh, his first really big buck, an eight pointer, and we ate its heart. After twenty years of hunting. Yeah, and Rico's actually. First. We made him a necklace of his. Uh, yeah, because I got with my inline muzzle loader. Yeah. Very stoked, and I didn't take the primer out. Yeah. It's a 209 primer. So he, he kept no one the knows primer. What that is. We Google it. And I casted it in resin with like a little bit of red. Looks so really cool. Yeah. We'll, well take a picture. And exactly. It. For the Ramble Jam. Yeah. Well, yeah. We got to have content. Yeah. Because you guys are so <laughs> bored. You're going to listen to us just talk shit. <laughs> no, there's not just shit. I actually, you know, I have some <clears throat> announcements, some oh, things that. Screen block um, No, it's fine. Um, oh, wow. Look at that. I forgot I put that up there. That's, yeah. That's cool. Stop it, ADD King. Um, <laughs> squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> but yeah, like we, um, some announcements. So I, I tried to give them during our, our live event, but I was so distracted because there was so much going on, so much coolness. And I was trying to enjoy my family and I felt guilty because I was trying to combine so many things, which is what I try to do all the time. Um, but some cool things for the podcast. Uh, so we have a website. Uh, I haven't really talked about it very much because it's a work in progress, but there's no reason why you guys can't go there and uh, check it out. Uh, there's a couple blogs that I post there, and I will do it more and more as the year goes on because I really want to build out the website and make it dope. Um, on there, uh, we are we are kind of officially asking you guys uh, and a vast like, majority of the credit goes to amy because i am really just a voice yeah but you're important because i'm not i'm not funny <laughs> she well you do a majority of the work chuck nunn yes. our sound engineer of course edits yes if need be or you know puts the intro outro he created our intro and outro yes. Yes. um they do a lot of, like i said i'm just a voice you know <laughs> I'm the Jester in the Colts. But he shows up and he hunts and put food food on the table, so that's really important. And he inspires uh, the and creativity and fuels the fire of all of it. Like he's like, "Go, baby, go. Do your art. Live your best life. Do you do you oh, need yeah, anything? Cool. Can I get you it's anything?" Constant entertainment. Yeah, that's what he's he's he definitely is security support all of it. Um, so you play a big role. You're, you're definitely. I'm talking about for the podcast. Well, no, I know. I know <laughs> I do most of the techie stuff, which is why, by the way, guys. I suck at tech stuff. Like I am not. When all my buddies were inside playing video games, I was, uh, fishing, hunting as a kid. I was skateboarding always. If I wasn't doing those first two things or in school. Right. Then, you know, when I got to high school, I started skipping it. Well, you, <laughs> well, you bring up a valuable, like. <clears throat> Point actually, when when people, I, I'm pretty sure our followers already know this, but whenever you see somebody typing something online or making a comment, that's me. So when I say we, I'm saying both Rico and I because we're kind of a unit, but <coughs> it's just me. Like it's really just me. <laughs> so just for some transparency there, if anybody wants to come after anyone in the podcast, it would be me. Um, I think you all already know that. Um, pretty sure you do. 
Um, but what I was getting at was that uh, we're officially uh, asking you guys that if you love the podcast and you just want to throw us a donation, we're we're not too proud to ask for that at this point. Uh, we we're wanna, passing around the collection tray. We are. We are. Uh, you know, like, it, it's just one of those things that we're going to ask for right now and see what comes about. But uh, instead of, like, enforcing any kind of policy that would be, like, you know, paywalls right now or anything like that, you know, we, we come, we try to deliver content, we try to um, fluff up the people that we meet and and bring them to you and showcase them to you. And um, this just goes to continuing the exploration of, of apprenticeship, of learning journeys. If you get inspired by this, if you know somebody that it will inspire, <coughs> um, you know, passing us along, of course, is the, the biggest compliment that you can give us right now because... Gathering a following, all of that stuff. If if we can reach five thousand uh, followers, that's going to be something where we can we can approach ad companies and things like that, and um, we can we can get sponsorships and and things. But they're usually they don't tend to give that kind of uh, gift to you know uh, people who have kind of the small time thing that we have right now. Not that not that we're not trying. We we really are. We keep growing. Um, but like the more, the more we're able to make from this podcast and see hope with this podcast, the more we're going to continue it and the more we're going to grow it. Uh, we really enjoy it. I want to, I I honestly want to force myself more and more to keep in touch with technology. So this is a, is a big working process for me so that I can stay relevant so that I can keep a rhythm of being in touch and in a way that I think that the world is, is going. Um, some of it's sad to me. I don't want to feel that way about it, which is why I'm forcing myself to walk into it a bit because if nothing else, I can say that I, I worked it as, as much as I could and I, I hacked some things. And the more that I do it, Honestly, the more I realize that I know a lot more than I thought I did. And you feel the same. I'm I'm sure you feel the same way the more that you interact with hunters and lifters and all that stuff. You're like, damn, man, I I really know some shit. (laughs) Like, I really know a lot more than I even thought, maybe even gave myself credit for knowing. Yeah, you know a lot more, but then you don't know enough. Yeah, exactly. You always learn something. There's always something that you learn, like, you know. Well, that's when you know you really like something is when you keep you know you keep pushing the envelope and you're like what more can i know what more can i know this is really fun i'm having fun Mm -hmm. learning about this and doing it yep um which is which is why i i i mean you know you're always thanking me for liking what you do but i really genuinely like what you do it's not easy. i know it's really cool yeah it's not it's it's not a a a hardship for me to (laughs) To, to let you go hunt. I don't even like let you go hunt to have you go hunt for the day I think is awesome he spends time with his dad mm-hmm. you know like he he communes with nature he gets out a lot of yep. you know we also energy. fish avidly yeah that's what I'm saying you know you get oh you, and we're getting a commercial uh, fishing yes. license and a commercial fishing license is not what you think it is for private you know family fishermen it's a hook and line permit and what that means is you can catch up to a certain uh, poundage of the year, I think it can be anywhere from like four to eight hundred pounds. Nice. <laughs> and trust me, when you got to catch every single one with a rod and reel, you will be lucky if you get half of four hundred. Yeah. Because honestly, what it, what you do is is like we're gonna sell it out of our restaurant. You know, like a fish and chips meal, mm-hmm. which I'm really stoked about. Yes. Um, 
it's going to be really cool. Or you can sell it to the market and just pay gas for the boat. Yeah. But either way, you're getting, I mean, if you fish and catch all 400, 800 and sell it on the market, like you're making a lot of money. Like it's, it's like tens of thousands of dollars that you can make. Yeah, but, you know, at this, at this, um, you know. And we're, so we're getting it just so we can, you know. Keep fishing. Yeah, keep fishing. Well, and that's the thing <laughs> is that, it, like you said, if you can, it can make up the money for what you, you know. Get yeah, oh, we're going to sell it. And, and selling it out of yeah. the pizzeria, it's going to make even more money. Guys, it's so good. Uh, the fresh caught <clears throat> raw fish. And oh, my gosh. The, the, the kind of fish that they, they <clears throat> they're huge. Like you, Sorry for the cough. You never have any idea, like, how big these fish get and how amazing. Oh, my God. Rockfish. You know? Google them, man. Those freaking things, like, certain places average is, like, you know, 38, 40-pounders. Yeah. It, it, we catch them like that in here, and, and like, uh, couple years ago the season would open in april on the mm -hmm. bay and that's when the water's so ice cold and that's when the cows quote cows come in it's just really big fucking rockfish they're there because the really big rockfish prefer like cold cold water that's why like a majority of the monster rockfish are caught up north mm. oh, okay yep like montauk right on massachusetts right on well they've definitely been in waters where it's been pretty cold <laughs> but it's really fun um i i have posted some pictures of us going out there i have so many on my phone dude like my phone and the amount of that's another thing guys like this is why i know i'm a hoarder because only what's in the house is what you see mm -hmm. but this is the also the problem with me and my electronics i have fucking external hard drives coming out the wazoo i have so many photos i have so many photos on my phone i have so much shit coming out of my ears with like digital stuff that like just today i was like trying to go through former projects and get rid of so many images that i just like saved just so i could do things it's crazy so, like, if you, you know, I hope you guys realize that a lot of this podcast is commensuration and sharing struggles and, and knowing that you're not alone. And by no means are we um, perfect in, in any of this, but we're we're aiming to keep trying and keep keep <clears throat> delivering stuff to you guys and showcasing it and trying to be transparent, which is why I, I'm also going to stay uh, or stay, stay, say, say, um, for you guys that I, pardon that lip, that I'm not going to hold back about any of my feelings regarding anything. Like I, um, this is our podcast, you 100%. know, we're, we're, we're trying to be very authentic with you guys so that you know who your hosts are and who's delivering you, you know, like delivering these messages. We believe in freedom. We do. And we also believe in a lot of eclectic things, you know, like we're we're not really, clo you know, closed people. And more than anything, I feel like, you know, for me, it's important to stick to the mission and realize <clears throat> that everybody has a story and everybody has, you know, a beginning. And if I feel like if they they come to this podcast and and are willing to work with with us at the level that we're at and, and you know, with the level of notoriety that we have and I think that it's a lot of good things, a lot of good hearts coming together towards a very, very cool common aim, which is just put out good content, show you guys something, showcase ourselves, put ourselves out there. It's it's just a test of walking into your fears and and doing something that not everybody does. And really, 
you know, instead of just talking about it, doing it and, and really having a baseline for how you really feel about it. So that's why we do this. Um, you know, we're no lacking, you know, we're not lacking in that process ourselves. That's what this whole thing is about. That's why we call it a diary. It's a, it's a, we give regular diary entries, whether it's about us or other people. We try to motivate, we try to inform, we try to share, we try to, you know, all of it is just inferences of who we are, what we see, what we experience, what we're into. And also to showcase the amazing humans that we come across all the time. And dude, I'm so behind. That's <coughs> the other admission. My goal, you know, in, in January is fucking slammed for me. But I really want to um, contact and get a whole bunch of interviews lined up, specifically with the people that I we met at the um, Battlefield Tattoo Expo. Yeah. I want a lot of cool people there. I want to get them all in. It was hot as fuck in that one area, that building, though. God damn. (laughs) I felt for every single tattoo artist (laughs) in there. Can can you? Well, I'll tell you what. It's a lot easier getting tattooed when it's warm like that. Maybe not tattooing, but man. A bullshit. Well, for a girl, if you're a girl, you can wear what I wear, which is just like, if that's that, it's a I was bra. waiting for her to say that. I wanted to say, except for the women, I'm pretty sure they, you know. Yeah, you just. She said it first. Yeah, like, you, you, just, you can wear a muumuu <laughs> no, with cold. underwear, and that's it. Like, that's what you can tattoo, and it's just like a big, long muumuu, you know, nice, airy, like, <clears throat> dress. I need cold. Yeah, well, it was terrible in that. Not day. when you're like, getting tattooed. Dang. When you're getting tattooed, it sucks to be cold. It sucks to be in cold. No, when I'm getting tattooed, I want to be cold. No, you don't want to be cold. Yes, you've never been cold. You have no idea whether or not you've been in a temperate. Well, it area. needs to be cold because I start sweating. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. You, you start I get sweat- hot quick. Yeah, but you get. Yeah, but it's so much better Real for your hot. skin if it's at a tempered level or warmer. <clears throat> it's, it's better for my comfort level. To endure if it's cold. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll grant you this. It's not easy to tattoo somebody if they're sweating and when their body is expelling stuff anyway, the ink doesn't go in as well. So tempered and comfortable is the best, but it's also not good if they're cold because then their skin constricts and then it gets real tight real fast and it hurts like a motherfucker when you're when you're when you feel cold not mm-hmm. not to be in cold i know you like it cooler but if you're cold man that is not a good feeling when you're getting mm-hmm. tattooed it's awful <laughs> but yeah so that's something uh we we have to admit that uh i don't think smooth my balls is going to be uh a part of our affiliation anymore they're I mean, I'm sad. I have to admit. I mean, I, I never even went on their website. If I know, I heard about it through her. He doesn't do any of the. She got me the. the I don't fuck with with tech stuff for real. Are you throwing me under the bus? No, <laughs> I'm not throwing you under the bus. God, shit. Look, look, look at the audio waves. It is your laugh. <laughs> do you laugh too? But no, I, I really, I have an Instagram. I just post lifting and memes. Like that's really it. Well, you no, know, I mean, you know, I, I don't really, I'm not a tech person. I, I like to keep it that clearly way. Clearly, I'm not either. I had a podcast warn She's me a super about techie. it. No, I'm not. Super um, techie. I, I'm super on my phone way too much. That I can admit to. No, super techie. You know how to use all those fancy programs and stuff. I'm just brave enough to keep <clears throat> pushing buttons until I find what I need. Shit out of me, man. They are annoying. 
But if you let me li- finish, I'm I'm confessing right now. Can I'm, I finish? I'm confessing. <laughs> I remember Dana Carvey. I have a confession <laughs> to our listeners. I'm trying to, I'm trying to come off some shit. I had a podcast warn me about smooth my balls and how it wasn't <clears> a thing, and I don't. I mean, in no way did they scam me because they didn't steal any of my money. It's not like they had no. any access to me. But what I'm trying to say is that. They end up being like a runaway company. Like now there's no, there's just an empty Shopify. Like thing. whenever you follow any of the website details, there's nothing to, to showcase. And I had high hopes. I had <laughs> high hopes that they would be dope. But, but that's because like I said, it was somebody that had like a surplus of said product and was like, hey, let's tag it with some other shit and sell it. And then the second they sold out of everything, done deal. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain that they made their money, but I had high hopes, and that's the thing is that I really, um, I, you know, the thing that's so like I I, admit, I admitted it before, I really liked their marketing. They had solid marketing. I mean, hey, I was I was bewitched, I was bamboozled by that, you know, I was I was the cobra coming out of the basket, you know, because I heard some cool music. Um, I like I was I was charmed, but like it. I did find it charming, so you know, kudos, uh, smooth my balls. I and I genuinely liked your name, so it's it's disheartening to me because whilst you could like, whilst I'm sure you made your money and you you did all that needed to be done for you to rake in whatever, <clears throat> if you had just followed that and genuinely sought to like sincerely make a business and keep scaling up your product that probably was not the idea behind the company no i know but but that's what i'm trying to say is that you know oftentimes when i meet people and i see how they're working and they're doing things i'm like wow you know it's not for me to judge and you know because i have my own shit to work on but half the time i look at people and i'm like you know if you took all that energy doing what you're doing there and just Bless you. Ah, both man, sneeze sneezes now. feel so good. They do. Uh, if you, you just... try to keep your eyes open, it's impossible. <laughs> impossible. And you I, know what? You know what bothers try. me when people try to hold the sneeze, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "That that looks painful as shit." Not to mention if like a huge booger comes out of their nose because they just like. Like when people like instead of letting out a fart, I will rip it anywhere. Straight up in an elevator, I will hotbox that motherfucker. <laughs> you interrupted me with this. I was trying to give some good words of advice about like <clears throat> if you you're doing oh, something. Really? Yes. When you're giving, when you're trying to give advice, and then Miss somebody Coulson. interrupts you with fart talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ramble jam. It is a ramble jam. I'm am trying to ramble. <clears throat> <laughs> Some exciting news, diary listeners. We actually got a wonderful promotional code from Reinventing the Tattoo recently, and we're happy to share this with you. It's 10% off on a subscription to Reinventing the Tattoo. And if you don't know about this wonderful, wonderful service, it's continuing education for working professionals, very geared around tattooers. But I would venture to say that if you are looking to improve your art skills and have regular momentum to your creation, 
creativity and to your own professional education, I can't recommend it enough. One of the prime people that you will be critiqued by and helped with and draw with and all of that good stuff is Guy Acheson. And if you don't know about him, you probably should. He is a very, very pivotal person in our industry. I joined them for, for one exercise. I, I did a color study. I mean, Rico sat there and, and watched me the other night do mm -hmm. a, a color study exercise with Guy and company, and it was amazing. I was flexing all kinds of muscles. It's just all around if you want to improve your art skills. I can't see a better way than hanging out with a lot of professional artists and seeing the kind of work that they do and the kind of exercises they work on all the time. It's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. So again, that's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. And that's gonna save you 10% on your subscription. Go check it out, folks. Got rambled over your rambling. Yes. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. If you took all this energy <laughs> and put it into certain things, oh, man. it'd be amazing. That's what I'm talking about. Like, sometimes I just watch people do certain things. I'm like, why are you trying to do it like that? That's an interesting way to do it. Like, that's a lot of energy spent. I'm sure I'm not, you know, devoid of this critique myself. I'm just saying that I look at people sometimes like, man, if you took all that time and energy and skills and just stop applying it to what you're applying it and applied it over here. Man. Bam. I think it's the same thing. That would be magical. That would be a that would be an amazing thing. And look at that, that would just blossom. But what do I know? You know, like what do I know? Exactly. So there's that. <laughs> so smooth my balls. I I I would I would I would still be endorsing them if they had a goddamn website. They don't have a website, so you can't buy anything from them. So my affiliation is uh, a moot point. So there's moot, that. Moot, moot. They're done. But we haven't lost an affiliate, which is uh, Reinventing the Tattoo. And I can't stress enough. I know I haven't spoken about them a lot. Um, but I drink I, beer with these people. They're very good people. They are. They're, Went to a pub together. Yes. Yeah. They, very good food at, at said pub and yes. beer. Even better, man. That shit that they were giving us, I forgot what the fuck it was called, but damn, it was good. It was a pumpkin beer. It was really good. Yeah, but what the what was it called, though? I don't remember. I didn't have it. It had, had it. a caramel rim with cinnamon on it. So you got your beer, but then every time you put your lips on the glass, like wherever, got like a mouthful of cinnamon caramel. Oh, my God. Yeah, he loved it. With fish and chips. Holy shit, the fish and chips. So this was at Jiminy Peak Ski Resort in Massachusetts. Oh, so that the food knows. was on point, and yeah. I hiked up the mountain and every single day, miles. They, they definitely deserve special kudos because, from what I understand, <clears throat> that particular pub opened up off-season to um, accommodate our events. So that was <clears throat> what well, um, uh, the Paradise BYOB event. So even though it was called BYOB, 
we did have a bar on site that we didn't we could buy we could buy what we needed from we also had a convenience store there and um there was a little coffee shop it's a really dope ski resort we can't we can't recommend it enough and also all the paradise uh events this was a low-key one because we were they were just getting started again but uh, they're amazing. They're super amazing. Today, I just got in touch with um, Jetta and John uh, in upstate New York, and they, they have... Uh, I fish in upstate New York. Salmon fishing on the yeah, Salmon River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met Where them. Huh? Well, that we met them... Um, I, would go, I would totally go to upstate New York. You can tattoo. I'll go fucking fishing. Well, there's, there's them, and then tomorrow I'm interviewing Krista. Um, <clears throat> she also has a, a shop in upstate New York. Uh, nice buffalo and um, wow yeah very cool you guys will be hearing about her um i will be i try to announce this in the live event i'm going to be creating a youtube uh channel Uh, my my premier person will be carol LeBaron, but um i i've had to put it on hold her her pre you know preview because i have to actually hack video editing and i'm still going through that um so i'm I'm gonna push it the youtube's Yes, yeah, so I'm going to push it as long as I need to so that I can... And if we get there, we'll be on Amy's shoulders. Yeah. 100% on that end. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, I can be the cameraman. But video editing should be <laughs> fun, and there is no cameras outside of Zoom because most of the, the interviews we do are remote. So... If, Already lost my job. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, if you wanted to... If we ever did something on location, then totally, for sure. Um and I don't know if you ever want if you ever want to tinker with stuff you're more than welcome I just know that it's a lot I have to I have to hack a lot of it I'm I've never done any of these things and I can't let that stop me and it looks like it's actually a lot of fun because everybody that um I've known that's kind of played with it has seen it as very fun and I I would think that as a person who loves story and storytelling that once I get past the technology of it, it's going to be a really fun, like, hacking thing. Um, I don't know, though, because my laptop is getting kind of old. Oh, Betsy. Get a new one. She, oh, you say that. It's a very simple thing to say that. We're going to get through taxes. <laughs> oh, I know. They're super expensive. And Those Macs. Like, I personally, see. when I did play with computers, I was a PC person. So <laughs> I never understood the Mac thing. But apparently, if you're an artist or somebody that needs data or a cloud... I just don't. I don't understand it, but anyway. I like. I I will say I do genuinely hey, Betty, like. Expensive. Yeah, I do genuinely like how all of my tech kind of links up and syncs up and backs each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like advantage. that, but I will say that like <clears throat> the majority of the reason why I like Max is just because they just run for about ten years with no problem, and and then you're kind of at a place where technology itself is turning a corner where you really have to start reinvesting in a new piece of equipment to stay up to date so by the time they wear down you've gotten your money's worth out of them and you have you know you're you're at a point where you've exhausted the technology anyway and it's time to upgrade so there's not a lot of maintenance in them you don't have to have a lot of firewalls and things like that to protect yourself generally speaking max are just like that who knows if that's how it will continue to be, but but as it stands right now, they're just a they're very very streamlined, very nicely made equipment. So I'd say that they're worth the money. Um, 
And I do like having a laptop. I know a lot of my uh, my fellow people out there, tattoo artists, only function on iPads. But that would be if I aim to be just a tattoo artist alone. I have I have so much more that I want to to do and explore and you know make that I I can't I can't resign to just just an iPad. Um, you know who knows iPads themselves might really. Um, have some dope new technology coming out here that I'm not aware of um, that I'll have to catch up on that too. It's just a never-ending juggling thing. And yeah, so we'll see. But if I can keep creating content and putting it out on the internet and there's, you know, there's all of these people who get to take part in my journey with me and you can journey and do the same thing, and we can all do it together and hack this, it, it'll be a lot more fun. So that's kind of the whole thing. It's like, I, I, I make tattoos and art and stuff to have some legacy behind me, and I try to teach people whenever I can uh, just, to, just to have some legacy behind me about, you know, my connection in this world. But uh, the, the content online is, is really just to, to have a, a fun thing for us all to do together and make this life a little bit more cool which does bring me I did have to I wanted to also inform everybody that um my apprentice and I Eric we had to we had to cut off our parted ways yeah we parted ways um it was very mutual uh I initiated it it was a very odd initiation but it basically came down to I think if I were to put it up simply is that I don't feel like I was in a good place to really keep educating him. I felt like he needed a lot more beyond me that was more a part of like a a regular tattoo shop vibe and to get get in with a studio that that had a lot more artists, a lot more information than what I could provide because I was seeing that like it it was very um I was very limited where I was. I didn't have more than my own space to operate out of. So I had to split time between what I could give my clients and what I could give him. That and I just, I didn't feel like I had the rhythm of a kind of studio that he would need in order to progress as an artist and a tattoo artist. And, and as somebody who needs to know the rhythm of a tattoo environment, um, because Whilst I am in a private studio and I do see that as being a big thing that most people are aiming for, I do think that you have to get to there. And I know a lot of professional tattoo artists right now that are super awesome and that could never work in a solitary environment like this. And I'm maybe... Yeah, I will say his art got a lot better while he was uh, being apprenticed. Um, oh, yeah. Mentored by you. Well, of course, anyone... His art did improve yeah. a lot. Anyone that is investing themselves in the fundamentals of art and shadowing an artist and showing up like he did, bound to improve um, because you're just you're just taking the time and you're really you're really observing things more than you ever would and more than you ever could. That's the point of a mentorship is that like you you have backup, you have somebody who's you know pointing out things that you're not going to notice and and when you have that it accelerates your ability to learn because you're going to to see things from a perspective that you are not coming with and and that's you know that's the point of any kind of educational environment that we have is is to kind of i mean 
That's why I feel like a classroom is so important. Um, that's why I feel like, you know, having tangible school is so important. You know, I know that everybody wants to make everything remote and I can understand the benefits of those things, especially when it comes down to not driving everywhere and saving time and, and things like that. But when it comes down to like doing something like tattooing, uh, or, you know, like you hun, like going hunting and stuff. You can run simulations all day long, but it doesn't actually prepare you for the, the real deal thing. There's too many things that the real situation presents to you that... What are you talking about? A virtual environment would never be able to, to come close to. Oh, Teaching okay. within a virtual or remote environment. Oh, yeah, that shit is not, crap. You got to learn in the field or whatever. Yeah, I, I have... I'm kind of a purist when it comes down to that. Fishing, I, hunting, welding... Yeah. Carpentry. You got to yeah. learn by doing, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Well, yeah. And that's why, like, we, you know. Hands on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. There's many different art forms that that don't require such an in-depth, you know, tactile kind of thing. But when you're going to be a tattoo artist, then you, you have to be willing to do things like that and to confront a lot of things and risk on a common field common ground with your client with whoever you're teaching with whatever it's it's a it's a very mutual risking together that we're all kind of doing and that we're all experiencing and it's it's meant to accelerate the education and the learning environment but basically I got to a point where I just didn't feel like I was giving Eric very much anymore and I felt like we really needed to part ways so that we could accelerate within ourselves and so that we could get the best out of what we wanted and I, I just felt like it was a good time and so did he so we're not together anymore as far as that um love him very much as a person and I I wish him the best uh, when it comes to it and I hope that if he has any questions along the way that he'll he'll always know that he can ask them of me because when it comes down to to tattooing or art I hope everyone knows that I'm I'm willing to answer those questions and take my time to do so um, because I feel like it's important and not not everybody likes to take that time and not everybody is as forthcoming with that that information as I am. So I'm and and not to judge them for it. I think it's their right if they have information they want to withhold that's up to them. But I I just feel like it's it's so much fun to plant seeds people's heads and see how they grow and see what they do with them um you know for me that's that's entertaining uh entertaining what's with my ability to articulate today <laughs> i don't know i don't know either um let's see uh oh i want to in the next month or so i want to come out with a couple more shirts to put up on our t public site our store there um, I'm going to be having several posts throughout the month uh, to let you guys know of when their sales going on. I do know for sure I can make this announcement right now that on the 12th and the 14th and the 26th, well, the 12th through the 14th and then the 26th through the 30th, they're going to be running uh, a sale and you can get up to 35% off of your items. So if you want to show support for us in that way, that's also appreciated. You know, yeah. 
if you do all of it, that's great. Like <laughs> we'll really feel the love. Um, and with that, I want everyone to know that uh, those of you like Caitlin um, Hess, she sent us an amazing uh, Christmas card of her and her boys. And <clears throat> we always appreciate the love that we get from our fans when it when it comes to, you know, just all of that. You guys make it so worth it and so beautiful. Um, we really value those things. And we want to get better and better at returning all of the love that we get to you because y'all all deserve it so please if you're out there and you want to submit a diary entry please hit us up if you need any tips on how to cook game meat please hit us up <laughs> rephrase <laughs> white-tailed deer <laughs> what do you mean i'm great at fish i'm great and, at and fish but you know, don't don't hit us up if you got like elk or caribou or something. Like I'm that. pretty sure that if they asked me and told me what their struggle was with it or what they were thinking about it or what they knew, we could have a nice dialogue about it. I could give them some really helpful hints. Well, my biggest kitchen tip is just don't leave the kitchen. Pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. If you're cooking, make what you're doing about cooking. Yeah. You know, keep an eye on what you're doing. Yeah. And if you're grilling... Time that shit. Always. Like, literally from the time that meat hits the grill top. Yes. You know, perfect time. Like, you look at your clock immediately. Well, you see me when I'm really serious about cooking things, and I know that it's Oh, yeah, I'm the grill time. master, like, you know. Yeah, but when I'm cooking stuff, man, I'm in the zone. Like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty in the zone. Yep. And I only divert my attention to certain things if I know something can <clears throat> be left for a minute and, and just sit there. So, mm -hmm. um... But yeah, I mean, you know, if you're, if it just for sanitation reasons, like if you're going in and out of the kitchen and touch a bunch of stuff and then going back in the kitchen, it's yeah. not a good idea. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like if you want, if you want tips on that, if you want to have discussion on that, if you know you have you know, a, a lot of feelings about that, <laughs> you can tell us whatever you want. Um, I did notice, and I don't know if there's any correlation, but after we posted all of our stuff about our dear heart tacos, we did lose a few people. So I don't know if we, we offended, but who cares? I, I, hey, and the heart of the animal is really delicious. It's delicious. Well, I, it was the way that we cooked it. I had a feeling that Cut putting it in taco, yeah, he, he, he like, Cleaned it and dressed it and everything like that, mm. and cut it up, and then I I did the rest of the prep. But um, I I want to thank the people who just walk away. Like honestly, I know they don't not hearing me now because they've walked away. But good for you, good for you for saving your listening hours. Good for you for if saving you your time. If you want to destroy my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Better walk away. Better walk away. <laughs> exactly. It's just uh, you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that there's no fuss, no muss, no no big thing. Though I, you know, I do appreciate a nice hearty debate online as well. That's not a problem. I uh, suffer from over-caring. So no, me, I'll uh, ignore the shit out of everything. Oh, yeah. He, I don't that, care. Yeah, that's the, the reason why I'm real. the techie. That's the reason why I do all yep. this. Yep. Yeah, that's not real, man. 
<laughs> the people on it are. It's, no, they're not. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. The 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 view I have of them until I meet them is not real. Until I actually meet them and get a sense. But I know that. Like I gotta actually meet people before I'm like, yes, I like I. I get you. Which is why I wanted the podcast. Like, this is why I wanted this podcast. So we could interview people. We get a sense of them. You know, we can kind of get a feel and all of that stuff. And then, you know, make that first introduction, which is really cool, and get excited. And then go and visit them, potentially. Like I'm doing at the end of this month, from the 17th to the 25th, I'm going to Minnesota. And I'm going to be tattooing at Weird Ink Society. So I still have a couple openings if you if you're still interested there's still time um they are midweek apart appointments that i have available but uh i'm i'm fairly you know booked up and i'm really excited about you know traveling there meeting jordan uh you know we had a three-parter on here she was our first three-parter that we decided that we were going to give individual titles to each episode one, one of them called flaming winnebago yes <laughs> yeah exploding Winnebago. exploding <laughs> She actually had that shit happen to her. (laughs) Listen to it. It's funny as shit, man. And man, if you follow, you should follow Mm. Jordan. Like, first of all, her tattoos are are glorious. They're so beautiful, so happy inducing. And it's so her. Like, she is that person, too. She's just very, very kind. Very, very, very genuine. I don't feel anything but a really, really wonderful human being uh, out of her. And just the stuff that she creates is phenomenal. Like, and, and this upcoming spring, FYI, um, we're having the release of the uh, the third tarot deck that they've put together, compiling a bunch of tattoo artists, and I did the uh, justice card for it. Next time, next year, they're going to be nothing but um, uh, femme artists and uh and things like that so they're they're doing a female uh, exhibition which is pretty cool nice which doesn't exclude me so i can <laughs> i can do it um you know and if i identify female i guess i can do it too so there you go <laughs> so <laughs> so just know everybody if you if you want to recognize the the feminine uh, in this next uh, tarot card deck that she's putting together, it's it's called Incromancy. Is the uh, is is the actual IG page and website Incromancy, and uh, they they do once a year. They collect a bunch of tattoo artists' uh, artwork, and they exhibit it in this tarot deck. And I don't know about you guys, but having a tarot deck is pretty freaking cool. Um, so. I, I, I really think that, uh, you know, being a part of that, not to mention that they have an affiliate, not an affiliate, uh, uh, basically a sales campaign that if um, you get commissions off of sales, if you, um, like, they're going to give you, they're going to give me a, a link that basically allows me to Get a sell box it. of Cracker Jacks every six months. What? What? You <laughs> said commission. That was a commission. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know how much it is, but the more that I sell of this tarot deck, the more I'll I'll get a, a little a little side you know hustle money, which is cool. And I, you know, it was just a really cool project to be a part of, um, to be a part of any collection of artworks and published like that. 
is really cool. Um, the way that it, it got funding was really awesome. Jordan does a, a GoFundMe and, um, and all of that. So it, it was just, it was brought together by all of these wonderful hearts and souls that wanted to create something and they did and it's going to be beautiful there's going to be an ink master featured within the car you know the deck which is really cool there's just a lot of it's a really neat project and I'm really happy that I I found her I found her studio I found her projects um when I first found Jordan she um she was opening up her studio and having a grand opening sale and they were donating to um to a women's shelter in the area. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I'm like, that's really neat. And uh, the, another benefit of like going to meet her is that I get to meet another uh, friend that I've met on the internet, Ken Madden and his daughter. And I'm gonna be tattooing Logan, his daughter. So that's that's really dope, right? Damn, that's cool as shit. Right? He can pinstripe and like do all this crazy, Amazing yeah. stuff. He owns a motorcycle <clears throat> company. Um, he's yeah, that car, yeah, he's that car awesome. guy on this podcast. I'm not a car person, but I still think that shit's cool. Oh, I, I think it's really cool in mad respect. I, mm-hmm. I honestly that just. That pinstripe and watching them do oh that. God. I'm like, how the fuck can you get a fucking perfectly straight line? Well, not only that, but the symmetry. <laughs> the yeah. symmetry. And then they do these do. little loops and Jesus. fucking. Yeah. They're. Leafs. They're. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say, I'm like, damn. Damn. Look at that leaf. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is. Sign, you know, and it's funny because I've been um, kind of, I don't know what this means, but I've been gawking a lot more at sign painters and calligraphy artists and people who do do decorative sign work. I think it's just like a... A certain, like you said, like that that hand eye, you know, coordination kind of mastery kind of thing with the medium is really cool, and just the way that they know how to use those damn pens and and they like use that. their pinky man. They just oh like, my god! It's like that metal point. What the what was that? A compass rose? What what the yeah, fuck was that thing? Yeah, and you would like make a circle with the point. Their pinky well, it wasn't becomes the compass that point. rose. The compass. What rose was that was a, called? A compass. The thing that had yeah. the point and then the pencil and you could like stick yeah. it. And it could all, like they took that out of schools. That thing was a fucking <laughs> shark. She farted. I farted. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It was silent, but majorly deadly. And I, I just I interrupted you with my actual farts. <laughs> my mouth was open. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was drinking water. I know, talking. right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much we love each other. My lips got chapped. Oh man, <laughs> Jesus! My God. Oh man. <laughs> so. So that's, uh, I, I feel like that's the majority of the, the announcements that I wanted to get out before, or actually at the start of the year. And now we can commence. I'm, I'm, I have a series of um, interviews lined up. I have a bunch of you to get back to. You're, you haven't been lost on me. I'm a douche. I'm getting there. It's one click at a time as far as like what I can manage and do and just getting through this lull, whether it be 
the winter or just the fact that I'm kind of in a mild like overload headspace right now where I'm trying to seek my motivation. A lot of it has to do with my habits right now. I've I've kind of lost pace with my workouts and and uh, I'm I'm trying to get back to my eating, which has been pretty good um, ever since the holidays. But boy, you guys all know the holidays, man. Like everybody's shoving shit in your face and saying, eat it. And I can't. And I'm I can't. gobbling it up. And I can't I'm resist it, man. So I ate a lot of things I don't typically eat. A lot of sugar, a lot of gluten, lots of stuff. Plus alcohol that I don't I don't typically have either. I'll take so. that too. That shit's not good for you and and just, just a whole bunch of stuff. So um but but we're doing good. We're always making goals. We're always trying. Uh if you guys could, uh something that I highly suggest is downloading both the uh Nomad Network app and the, <coughs> the Reinventing the Tattoo app. You're gonna get access to two unbelievable um, groups of humans that are all kind of seeking betterment and further education. So I can't stress both of those places enough. Um, the Nomad Network is uh, a collection of entrepreneurs and people seeking personal autonomy. So it's a much more wider scope. Um, but I feel like it's it's very good to endorse it here on this podcast because that's kind of what our aim is. And they're a huge inspiration for us as well. Uh, that's how I know Ken Madden, Ken Madden and his daughter. And um, I've met also a number of wonderful humans that you guys have met on the podcast there. And also, I keep meeting people all the time. And it's a great resource. Um, uh, you can ask questions there. There's a help center there. Same thing with reinventing the tattoo. Like like Rico said, you know, he hung out with them during the, the weekend. They're they're so lovely and open and fun and ready to be there and everybody's so jazzed to share what they know and uh and what are we talking play about? together. I'm telling them to to download the two apps, the two social network apps, the the reinventing the tattoo app and the nomad network app. Uh, Yeah, yeah. he doesn't know about them because he's not on them. I tell him everything that I do on there, and that's how he knows about them. But he has no real tangible concept of these places. (laughs) I mean, I got to hang out with the people. I know a lot of people are like, "Damn," and I don't know shit. I was like, hey, regular person. What I do with Rico is I just bring him along and he's my eye candy. I paint him like a tiger and throw glitter. Well, that was him. at a at a EDM <laughs> festival. I didn't that do that. That was like a once in a lifetime. But even still, he's just a person that like he stands out in the room. Like you're a character and I try to blend in. But you don't. <laughs> You don't at all. You're the one person in the room that barely has, like, everybody else can be wearing full, like, Well, if it's summertime, I'm wearing a fucking tank top. Yeah, but but if it's not summer, you're still wearing a motherfucking tank top, and that's what makes you stand out. (laughs) You know, sometimes. No, a lot of the time. Everybody's like, how the hell are you out here without a jacket on? And and even at Jiminy, you were walking around. He hikes, but he left out. He hikes in the rain. Like, <laughs> yep, with just a hoodie. I know. That shit kept me cool. I was like, this is great. <laughs> I was like, kiss my face with your mountain mist. <laughs> I know, man. It was great. And and we we um, had fun with our friend Rebecca and her daughter Anaya. And we had this dope, dope, dope condo suite kind of deal at Jiminy. Um, I think we had the best room. And 
<laughs> and that was awesome. Yeah, we did because everybody wanted to hang. Well, that was your cooking. That brought everybody in. No, I'm pretty sure it was the place itself. <laughs> the place itself was dope. It was yeah. big. <laughs> it had a full kitchen, too. That was the thing. All of, like, the other places had, like, little It was kitchenettes. a freaking, like, a little house. It was a house. It was a two-bedroom. Two well, they say it was two-bedroom, but I really think that it could... I think it could sleep, like, five or six people. Like, because it had oh, fold-out... Oh, more. It had fold-out couches. Fold out couch, yeah. the bunk, two bunk beds in yes. the one room. Our one bed, and then downstairs you had a couch or recliner, yes. you know, shit, floor space, you know. I, I highly recommend it. And they always do the Paradise BYOBs um, on the off season of most of these places. So you get really good rates. Um, so that's the other thing to note is that, that you're in this off season for the ski resort. and, and you're. It was cool. It was beautiful. And it's gorgeous out in the mountains. I painted with a bunch of artists. Like I I'm know. doing all this like in... <laughs> there's this just so like they shall remain nameless they're like walking around like all like oh my god there's all these crazy artists here i'm like i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> i was like i'm just here oh i know rico's just i was like i'm not even an artist and i'm fucking painting i was like oh, what 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 are but you see, talking that's about you, that's why i love you is because you don't you you don't need to belong you just you just make sure that you're no, having like, a good sweet. time. Everybody's fucking painting. That's yeah. cool. You're you're like just happy that everyone's having a good time. Like you're 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 happy to be in an environment where things are calm yep. and they're fun mm -hmm. and people are, are happy and getting along. Well and, art is cool. Watching yeah. people paint and draw and do all this crazy shit, it, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were doing a lot of fun things there. We were doing a lot of collaborative drawings and even at that freaking pub, that little pub, that was fucking awesome. I know that food was super Dragon. good, and the beer, man. Oh gosh, <laughs> I said it before. I'll say it again. That shit was delicious. <laughs> yeah, Eric turned us on to that. My apprentice turned us on. Yeah, to that. like it, it was, him and was his it lady. called a shipwreck? What the fuck was it called? It might have been um, the brand. Might have been a shipwreck. Uh, um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one it it was. Was it a, a? It wasn't a dogfish head or anything like that, was it? No, I don't. No. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What the hell was it called? But it was a pumpkin beer. It was a pumpkin ale. Um, mm -hmm. it was With like, a caramel, cinnamon caramel. Rim. Yeah, it it was. I looked like a caramel beer too. It looked like it looked like it had that kind of nice golden oh, kind of man. color. Delicious. Um, mm -hmm. it didn't I don't know if it was a. I, I don't know. Eric could have told us. I'm sure he would have remembered. Um, yeah, and everything was reasonable. Everything was really fun. Um, highly yeah. recommend it. We had a cool freaking like little patio. Yeah, it was awesome. It was fucking really cool. Mm -hmm. Really yeah. cool. Yeah. So like that's the kind of uh, seminars and and art events that I really want to be a part of and. This year coming up, I'm I'm making a lot of. Uh, I will be progressively stocking my year with uh, random guest spots because I want to travel a little bit and see different places. Um, uh, I'm going to Pennsylvania, uh, which is not the, that far from here, but I'm going to be doing a guest spot at uh, Rapture Tattoo Emporium from the 15th to the 19th, I believe. Uh, it's like a Tuesday through a Saturday. Um, I'm really excited about that. I get to hang out with my friend Jake Kirk and uh, his lovely fiance Brie Brashore at their studio. And they have two now, which is really cool. But I'm going to working at the OG Duncannon one. And 
And yeah, I'm also going to get my neck tattooed, which should be pretty pretty nice. And it's all going to be happening right over St. Patty's Day. So that should be really fun. Um, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> Rico's shaking his head. <laughs> That's going to be really fun. And we love the those guys. The neck tattoo, you're going to be lit up. Yep. No. Can't even imagine. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. He's, Can't even he's, imagine. He's gentle. Jake's a great tattoo artist. He doesn't. It doesn't, he doesn't matter. You're getting tattooed. Yeah, but he doesn't blow anybody out or anything. He's he's really a getting great tattooed tattoo. on your neck for an hour would be pretty fucked up. Nah, it's gonna be all right. I'm I'm not gonna Bull. think about it that way. Anyway, I get to I'm hang glad. out. I get to hang out with him. If um, we have we have interviewed Jake and Bree before. Uh, one of our first. Yes, it was one of our first. Unfortunately. Was it D? No, unfortunately, it had like compromised audio. There was um, we could hear a lot of the background noise and muffle, and they were very low tone. So that that's kind of a bummer. Well, our because, recording equipment was pretty primitive. Yeah, I was recording on my phone, and just we yeah we didn't we know enough about it. it. Uh, several episodes. Yeah, there, via the phone. There was there was uh, environments that were better. We had uh, their. Um, their fireplace, their heater in the background, and it was creating a lot of ambient noise that White I wasn't noise. aware of. Yeah, so uh, maybe uh, maybe we can get touch base with them and do um, another follow up interview and see where they're at because he has opened up a new spot. Um, he could talk about that and talk about like what the journey has been of building his own studio and all of that stuff. And um, you know, they're they're a really cool couple and amazing tattoo artists. So if you're not following Jake Kirk and Bree Brashore, you definitely should be. Um, they're wonderful tattoo artists and if they're if you're in PA, you should definitely know them. Um, same thing with Ina, Ina uh, Vigilato. Um, she's awesome. She's uh and we've interviewed her too. So uh, these are our friends. I'm I'm gonna be visiting and uh, I'm going to be making more friends. We're going to be making more friends. We're going to try and travel and have fun together and make cool shit together. Always, 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 till I can't do it anymore. Till we can't do it anymore. So that's the update. That's uh, that's 2022, man. Um, we're excited. And uh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. let's do some cool things, people. And love each other well. And try to use your energy in ways that are constructive and promoting of all good things. Honestly, the best piece of advice would be mind your fucking business. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I, leave people alone. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a great that's a great thing too. But if you do want to get involved, <clears throat> like make sure you're getting involved in ways that are is going to cause growth for you. Uh, if you're if you're going to do anything, like I'm not I'm not I'm not a person who believes that just you know. I try to mind my business and I try to go after my goals at the same time. You can't necessarily mind your own business and and not network if, if it's, you know, if you're trying to do a business and you're trying to grow and I'm all talking that about in, in life in general. Yeah, no, I know. But like We're that's the thing. talking about work-wise. Okay. That is technically minding your business. Well. I, that's really technically minding your business. Not if you're in a communications business. You gotta Yeah, kind of but you're in a business business. and you're minding <laughs> your business. Yeah, yeah, but it, it seems like hypocritical because while you're while you're not minding your business and you're asking a bunch of 
you know, stories from other people so they can share their stories is technically not minding your business. There's an air of curiosity that leads people to listen to that shit, which well, I'm grateful it's for. It's a brand. That's what I'm saying. You want to be part of the brand. That's different. That's what I'm saying. On the personal level, I do think it's important to mind your business. Absolutely. Second, Everyday experiences, just keep on moving. Dude. Yeah. Set good boundaries, too. Minimize your worry. Minimize your... your And whatever brings you peace, do it. Um, I think you are your star player. Yes, exactly. Realize you're number one. Yes, exactly. Spirit animal. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Flaming phoenix. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, with that, guys, we're we're gonna wrap this up. Do you have any final words, Rico? Nope. All right. Deer heart is delicious. Oh my gosh, deer heart tacos. <laughs> Next time it's gonna be with some queso fresco. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That crumble cheese that's for right. those that don't know. That's right. You can grab it and crumble it. It's also delicious to eat in chunks. It's very cooling, too. It, like, yeah. has this nice, like, if you have something species, spicy. It won't save your ass cheeks later. No, it won't. <laughs> but, but it will make it It'll delectable. cool off your taste buds. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, <laughs> but that that would only just be the icing on a very Fire well. crack imminent. Well, well, deliciously rounded tasting cake of a taco that we made because oh it was so you wouldn't good. even know man you were eating no. in a heart no but i do think it was the reason why <clears throat> you were able to to catch the second heart was because you ate the first heart and you you harnessed all the energy of that dough i think it brought you your buck i don't know I hunted almost every day for five weeks so yeah, I also put in a lot of work. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, and and FYI, just kudos to to Rico. Yeah, this was no small feat. He he researched and and did a lot of work to inline muzzle loader. Yes, and they are a beast. Yes, to sight in. It ain't like a regular gun or rifle. Like a couple shots, you know, you get no. You have to clean the barrel every single shot. Yep. Well, not it only took that, me 22 but shots to yes. get it zeroed yes. at 100 yards. That's what I was going to say. You have to put the powder in or the pellet, then put the sabot, was what I use because I have an inline, and you have a ramrod and, you know, like old times, load the fucking gun. Yep. <laughs> and then you have a primer, 209 primer or a number 11 if it's a side lock. Yep. Yep. And you well, just repeat the process. Well, yeah, and, and he did this over and over, and then he actually went out, and he had to learn that muzzleloaders, once you're out of range, they, like, the bullet Oh, just my sinks. God, like a rock. So he didn't realize he was out of range for his first try after Well, he I didn't even know that the, that one I, I shot at a doe twice. I got a chance to reload him. Right. Well, that's, that was the thing, was that this doe... Oh. Didn't even was, didn't even move. It, <laughs> it was like beyond 140 yards. I didn't. I had no idea. I was like, oh, it's within right because with my 450, my other one, when I got that doe, she was far out there. But mm -hmm. you know. Well, I just want people to realize, like it is. It's no like like he said. He's been going out every single day since deer hunting season, which is right after Thanksgiving. Every single day, he's been pretty much going out aside from Sunday because you can't on Sunday to hunt and we've had two deer and we've had two hearts 
Mm-hmm. And it's, we ate all the ground from the first one. Right. It's been a lot and of work. And we got the back straps and the tendies left. Yep. Tenderloins. Oh, and my we still God. Have we're going to make... Uh, yeah, I, well, the steaks I'm giving to your dad. No, I know, but we're, we, ha- we have all that stuff. Up. Yep, we were going to grind them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, what... W- it's it's been good. I didn't want to I don't want to get too far into a, a <laughs> I just wanted people to know Deer Heart is good. Yes it is. And and don't don't shake a stick at it if you haven't tried it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. You have to clean it though. Yes. You do have to clean it. Like, yes. you know, cut the connective tissues and the fat and all that and you can butterfly it and then cube it up, cut it up. And once it's cut up, you marinate it in buttermilk. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. It's really, really good. So, with that, diary listeners, we thank you. Please, if you have anything to communicate to us, uh, you know, DM us. You can leave comments on our posts. Uh, certainly, write us an email. That's theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. Uh, always, if you get the opportunity, rate and review us. If you don't have anything nice to say, please do as anybody who doesn't have anything nice to say should do. Walk away and take your listening time well, somewhere else. Well, I grew else. up, if you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. So with that, we love y'all. And uh, Happy New Year. Let's make this a kick-ass 2022. Yep. <laughs> Peace out. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our listeners. listeners.